Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The future's a mystery, but what's new in history? Hello, fan of history, friends and fans. We are here with another episode of What's New in History. And I am again honored with Dan's presence here. Hello, Dan. Hello, Dan Bernie. It's really cool article. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about this. You tell them, Dan. I did, and you found another cool article. Yeah. And this is somewhat new and very intriguing, but I have to give you some background first. Okay. Because this is about Vikings. Oh, yes. Yeah, Vikings. Vikings. We talk about Vikings. Vikings are from Scandinavia. Uh, And actually, Swedish Vikings are kind of... um, a bit lame compared to Norwegian or Danish Vikings, but we did mm. found Russia, right? Russia means land of the Rus, and Rus means Swedish yeah. Viking. But that's not what this is about, because it's about other Vikings who are not Swedish, which is sad. But they go <laughs> west, they discover Iceland, already discovered by Irish monks, who were quite disturbed that there were now Vikings in Iceland. Yeah. Then they discover Greenland, and then they discover America. And we know that. Mm-hmm. We have, a, oh God, it's a French name. So I'll, we'll butcher it. Le Ons O Meadows in Newfoundland, which is an archaeological okay. site of a Viking uh, living place. Vikings lived there in 1021 A.D., According to the Greenland saga, Newfoundland called Markland was a place that was discovered by Bjarne Herjulfsson and named by Leif Eriksson. So this is Markland, this is Newfoundland, and the Vikings found it. So the Vikings okay, knew it's like Canada. Yes, it's in Canada. So the Vikings knew that there was land west of Greenland. They went there. They lived there. We know this for a fact. Right. For a while. Maybe like 100 years, right? I think. I'm not sure if that is known. Oh, I I know. It's a while. They were there for a while. Not a lot of them, but they were definitely there for a bit. They also go on to more American places, such as Vineland. But that is another Mm -hmm. story. But we know that the Vikings went to Newfoundland. And it was there in the Viking sagas when they were written down. So this knowledge was around. But the common... Idea is that nobody read the sagas and realized that there was land west of Greenland before Columbus. And now we get to the news. Take it away, Bernie. Yeah, so the story is, 
from an article that a monk wrote about the Americas before the Columbus discovery. And there's, so the, this, um, he was a Dominican friar from, he's Italian from Milan. And Please pronounce his name. Please pronounce his name. Oh, all right. You ready? <laughs> yes. Galvanius de Flama. De la Flama. Oh, good. Galvanius de la Flama. And they, I found an article in Academia. They, it says, his worth as a historian is related to the sources he exploits. So I guess <laughs> what, how he's, only, he's only as good as his sources. There's this, and it's just recent. So the book has this, – this, this book that he wrote, it's called The Chronica Universalis. He was supposed – he was going to try to like write the history of the whole world and he didn't get to, get to it. And then he's just sort of got all different spots. Hey, that's what but, we are trying to do. Yeah, true. Right. What's he think he's doing? Our sources are better than his, though. <laughs> he's an early podcaster. Yeah, he was. He was an early podcaster. He was around the 1300s. Sometime in the, he's in the 1300s, too, by the way. And, but the thing is, so there's only one book left of this book, and it's, uh, it's in the possession of a private collector, but he let some students and uh, scholars copy it and look at it and things like that. So just recently, some students studying it found this little line in there which says, um, further westwards there is another land named Markalala, where giants live. In this land, there are buildings with such huge slabs of stone that nobody could build them except huge giants. There are also green trees, animals, and a great quantity of birds. And that's what he's talking about, that. Ah, Markalada, Markland, Markland. Right. And so, yeah, the manuscript explains that he learned about these uh, rumors from sailors who, who, you know, frequented in Norway and Denmark. And he had heard that, you know, that there was a land over there. So, in my opinion... Just from studying this his, history, doing this podcast for these five years, it's, it's you don't uh, you know um, I think people knew a lot more than than we give them credit for. You know, it's not like everybody knew. We wouldn't be like the guy living in a village somewhere that you know had a, a farm, know all about this. He didn't really care, but I you know I would think that uh, it seems that they knew. And then I also found out that the um, Basques. Wait a minute, with the Basques. Oh, okay, sorry. Because this was written in like 1345, right? Yeah, around there, 1345, yep. And in Genoa, probably, in 1451, Columbus is born. Okay. So he's pretty close to where this guy was writing. Yeah, because he's an Italian. And it's not unrealistic that Columbus actually read this, right? No, it wouldn't be unrealistic. It's Maybe it's not very likely, but it's definitely not impossible. But the, we think that Columbus was going to India and he miscalculated the, the size of the earth. Yeah, right. And that was why yeah. the why some courts didn't want to sponsor him, but some courts did. But maybe he wasn't miscalculating. 
Maybe he knew there was something there. But that's the thing. I don't know. He wasn't looking for something. Oh, maybe he thought that that was India? Or maybe he just said India to get the sponsor money. But he knew Mm -hmm. that any big discovery will do something. On the other hand, the West Indies are pretty far from Newfoundland. Yeah. So maybe he was just stupid. This is my opinion, if we could come to that point. I th- I just don't think he was looking for a continent, but maybe if he knew that that Markland was there and he didn't go that way, I think they were looking for a passage through. In other words, like they said, okay, well, they didn't know how big that was either. That Markland could have just been another island or something as far as they knew. They didn't know how far it went in, you know? And like you said, they didn't know how big the world was. I think that was the big problem. They didn't realize how big it was. But... People knew how big the Earth was. They did? Yeah, the Greeks calculated the size of the Earth already in ancient times and were okay. quite correct. Because that that's not a too hard exercise to make to do. You can do this calculation with a lot of work, but the Greeks did. In ancient Greece. So then he should have known that. Yes, and that's why the first court didn't sponsor him, because they knew that he was wrong. Okay. But okay, let's leave Columbus and go on to the Basques. Yeah, because like, this isn't new in the history. This I had heard this before, but I looked it up then. Yeah, so there's the Basques. If you know the Basques, they, well, that's where Pamplona is, where I ran with the bulls last year. That's Basque territory. That's, so that's in where the Basques are. In, in the north of Spain, right close to the French border. And they're very independent-minded. They don't want to be part of Spain. They had this terrorist organization fighting for Basque liberty in the 20th century. Yeah, just recently even. Yeah. And they've been in uh, this area for a very long time. It's uh, a people that has been in one location for much longer than most Europeans. Yeah, and and their language is not Indo-European as far as I understand either. Exactly. Their language is not related to any other language in Europe. Yeah. Right. So they could be like the ancient farmers from like Catahoyuk. They moved west. <laughs> anyway, that's my theory. But so these Basques were um, also good sailors. And in the 1300s, and they were, because they're sort of in the north there of Spain, they had a lot of contacts with the Scandinavians. And they think that they – so in some t- in the 1300s, the Basques were selling so much cod in Europe. No, nobody can understand how they could get so much because the weird thing is in Europe around that time, they were eating a lot of fish because of the church. You know how like on, if you're Catholic on Fridays, you're not supposed to eat meat. You have to eat fish. And then so they fished out all the rivers and they ran out of fish. But these Basques found – the St. George's banks, they think, and where the cod, you could like, you could just stick a basket in the, and just pull out like fish. There's so many fish. So they think that the Basques were fishing there in the 1300s. They were also whalers. So there's some notes by the 1300s. They were selling so much cod, like I said, nobody knew where they, they could have been getting them from. By the 1400s, there's a rumor that they found some land or an island in the Atlantic. 1412, there's Basque whalers are recorded as sailing west from Iceland. Then it says by the late, or learned, I should say, by the late 1400s, the Basque were building the best ships in Europe, and they probably even helped build the Santa Maria, which Columbus sailed. You know, it was one of his ships. 
and they even think there was probably some Basques on Columbus's ship. So they might have known about the, the coast of Newfoundland and stuff there, so maybe that's why Columbus went the direction that he went. He, I think he was trying to find a passage through because I, I always remember, so in, in America we learn all this history, you know, when we're young and they teach us all this stuff, and we learn that Henry Hudson was looking for the passage through, they called the Northwest Passage. So he kind of, you know, he's the first European to discover like New York and all that area. And then he was in the Hudson River. And he they he, they kind of thought that there was uh, like a way through. And Hudson's in the 1600s. So you're talking, you know, you're 100 years after Columbus. So I think, in my opinion, they were looking for, Columbus was looking for um, the passage through, but he found something completely different. And we also know that the Basques were whaling outside Newfoundland in the 1500s. Yeah. And the, the, the th- reason why they were going to Newfoundland was then the cod and the, the North Atlantic right whale because it migrates to Newfoundland Okay, yeah. from areas where the Basques are located. So they were following the whales to Newfoundland and maybe they found it as early as as the Vikings or even yeah. before that. Yeah, at least sometime around there. I mean, when you look at that part, if you when we look at it on a map, it looks like it's far away because you space it out, you know, but when you look at a globe, you see that, you know, those it's kind of island hopping, then you hit America there. Yeah. I have one more theory actually about or one more thing that might explain why Columbus knew about America. Or at least some okay. pre-knowledge of America. Yeah. Because the, the Portuguese spoke about Brazil long before Brazil was actually found. So Brazil was really? kind of a legendary concept of an island in the Atlantic. And if you go as far into the Atlantic as we know the Portuguese did in the 15th century AD... You can probably notice that seabirds are going west. Oh, that yeah. Seabirds, they are always at some point heading towards land. And from the Atlantic island, seabirds are going west. And the deal the Portuguese stuck, struck with the Spanish about South America. When it was discovered, the Portuguese was... They had much less power than the Spanish. They were the weaker party in this negotiation. And they set a limit. Like everything west of this point is Spanish. Everything east is... Oh, yeah. But I remember that. if you look at the areas that had been discovered at this point, there seems to be nothing indicating that there is something to the east at all. So the Portuguese was getting almost nothing in this deal. But then mm-hmm. they discovered Brazil, which is to the east of this point, mostly. Okay. Because Brazil sticks out into the Atlantic if you're yeah, right. in the West Indies. So maybe the Portuguese already knew about Brazil before yeah. Columbus. I'm going to be surprised. They knew something was going on there. They didn't know. They couldn't map it all out, but... And these are our three, three points of uh, pre, uh, pre-Columbus discovery of America. Yeah. In addition to the Vikings, of course, that we know, know right. were in America. For a fact that they did, for sure. 
And the Polynesians, maybe on the other side, we're pretty sure they found they were in um on the west coast of America and then South America. Are we? Yeah, pretty sure because sweet potatoes and words for canoes, um, words for different kinds of ships, and words for sweet potatoes and things like that in Indian languages are are Polynesian derived words. So from linguistics, they're pretty sure that they that that they um you know the west coast of the Americas the Polynesians were. Had some contact. And the currents, because the way they travel was by the currents, and so they, they know there was currents that you can get there and back. Pretty amazing. Hmm. Now we're becoming a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> no, that's a true thing. I'll put that in a note. Okay, somewhere. good. That's a definite thing. Yeah, no, that's a definite thing. I was real fascinated with that. The sweet the sweet potatoes, and there's some words like in northern Amer in the northern in the northwest, there's some Indian words. That for sweet potatoes, and I think it was canoes, and also in um, in the of South America, and also, the, yeah, the fact that they even had sweet potatoes. I think the poor. I think I got. I'm sorry. I'm not doing good um, research here because we're just we're just spitballing. But I think it was the other way. The sweet potatoes came from the Americas, and then we have sweet potatoes on the um, Polynesian islands. Yeah, actually, the um, I, I'm seeing the same thing when I googled it that. It's likely that the Polynesians got sweet potatoes in South America. Yeah, 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 that's the deal. So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, again, I think that they were looking for a passage through probably because – and then they found the Americas and everything changed. It's kind of like – you know how it's – now we're conspiracy, right? But, you know, everybody's like, well, we kind of think there's probably aliens, but we don't really know. And, you know, we just don't know. Some, but, you know, if we do find out someday, it'll be like, oh, well – you know, all the things were crazy. That were, some of the things were right. So maybe they thought, you know, well, there's probably some land over that way, but there's probably a passage to get through. I mean, if it wasn't for Panama, if Panama, you know, it's pretty. If they found that, they may have thought they can get through. But way back then, you know, I mean, how many miles is Panama across? It's not that it's, far. Uh, no, it's not that far, but it's hard to get across. Yeah, of course. But I think they were just thinking that maybe there's a path through. And they didn't realize how big this continent and how much land there really was there. Yeah. In order to prove that we are not a conspiracy podcast, I will not talk about the possible Chinese discovery of America in the 15th century before Columbus. Perfect. So I won't talk about that. All right. We will end yes, this. Yes, end this here. I think. Did we get it? We will end this podcast here, this episode. And we're going to have another What's New in History about the Americas coming up in our next What's New in History. It's a similar area, similar era. Amazing. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Thanks, everybody. Check out our Facebook page. Again, I'm Bernie in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm with our co-host here, Dan Horning in Stockholm, Sweden, talking about What's New in History. We'll see you next time. And if you are a patron of Fano History... We only charge you for the regular episode. So the what's new in history right. is free for everybody. Free for everybody. So if you want to sponsor this, you probably have to double your sponsorship because we're not charging for this. <laughs> we'll take it in. I just want you to you know this because if you're this. if you're seeing episodes every week and you're donating two dollars an episode, it might seem like a lot of money, but we are only charging right. for the regular episodes. Right, and thanks. We only need a couple. Thanks to everyone yeah, who is uh, sponsoring us on Patreon. It means a lot. It really does. Appreciate it. 
Cheers. Cheers.